This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. Mm. Amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. Scott Capurro is a comedian we've had on for years and years. He's been a part of the show for since the very beginning of the Sarah and Vinny show. If you've lived in the listener for a while, you know him. He is really funny and charming as heck, and he's performing his last sold-out show for a while on Tuesday, January 23rd at the San Francisco Punchline. Oh, wait, it's not sold out. He's he sold nine. Find tickets <laughs> at his website, scottcapurro.com, and have yourself a laugh. This did he write saying. that gag for you? Yes, he did. Okay. It says it's the comedy all-stars with special guest Scott Capurro. I'm looking mm. at the thing. So he wrote that for me, and, and I appreciate that. Nice. Uh, okay. We're going to start with the Brat Pack. Now, we were talking earlier today about Ready Player One, which is a book. It's a sci-fi, futuristic sci-fi book that deals with the 80s, weirdly, because the one of the characters in the book, sort of this guy who has, he's got something to give everyone, but you have to know the 80s, him and the 80s better than anyone else. Sounds weird, but it's a great book. And for us, we are kids. I, you know, I turned 20 in 1986. Like that's that for us, that's our time. And for you and me, Vinny, I mean, that was, you know, I, when did I graduate? I guess I graduated maybe in 84 and I think you were 87. I was 87. Yeah. So for us, a lot of those things in that book made sense. We we were with them as far as like the Brat Pack goes. That was a thing in the 80s. It was these this group of actors and they made all these movies. I always think of Molly Ringwald whenever I think of any of this stuff. It was like the Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles and all these things that. Well, what's the director that has the that that all those movies have in common? Carpenter. Uh, you know what? I can't think of his name. It's not. I don't think it's Carpenter, but you're right. It's one dude. Maybe it is Carpenter. Hold on. Let me type that in and figure out who directed all the, the Brat Pack movies. Is it McCarthy? No, that Andy no McCarthy's one, of the, one of the Brat Packers. I see. I didn't see those movies as much, but in the book, when they reference Men at Work. John or... Hughes. Oh, Hughes. Okay. Yep. Right. And actually, in Ready Player Two, there's a bunch of black Brat Pack stuff. Brock, brock, brock. Yeah, the movies were big, for sure. Yeah. So there was, there was a whole series of these movies. And one of the actors, it, weird that you said McCarthy, because that is the guy who's putting this whole thing together. So... Uh, Andrew McCarthy, who was so dreamy. Oh, my God, I loved him. Uh, he was one of the stars of Pretty in Pink. He made a documentary about the Brat Pack. So listen oh. up, pe- 
people of a certain age. Andrew McCarthy was from Pretty in Pink and St. Elmo's Fire, and he's made a documentary called Brats. And he's calling it a cultural phenomenon, the Brat Pack in the 80s. So I was like, who exactly is considered Brat Pack? Because there were plenty of actors around that time. Uh, and they are saying here... Uh, Judd Hirsch. Yep, Judd Hirsch for Emilio sure. Emilio Estevez. Ali Sheedy. Uh, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Molly Ringwald, obviously. Um, you know what? Somewhere here I had a full list. And it's of course it's gone because I restarted my computer. So there we go. Members. Um, <laughs> Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, uh, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. They call them the core of the Brat Pack. Okay. And some of them have gone on and continued acting and are fine, and other people get in fights in front of their condo. So it's, uh, you know, they, they all had different outcomes. Uh, and Andrew McCarthy went to try to catch up with as many of them as he possibly could. He says, Andrew McCarthy, one of them, he says, The Brat Pack has cast a long shadow over my life and career. After all these years, I was curious to see how it had affected my fellow Brat Pack members. What I found was surprising and liberating. He interviewed, uh, I think he got to all of them. I'm not positive here because they're mentioning only a few of the names, but he's then sat down with the New York Magazine writer who coined the term Brat Pack in a 1985 cover story. Um, and he's put it all together for, or is maybe in the middle of putting it all together because it's a documentary that's going to come out on Hulu later this year. I don't have a release date on it. But uh, he's I'm I'm kind of excited to to see this. I really loved some of these movies, and it's just interesting too because they they figure in, especially a little bit later in Ready Player Two, the John Hughes thing. You're gonna be you're gonna be like I'm gonna skim this part. Uh, they were they were wildly successful, and I hope that this whatever you're calling it uh, documentary or. I hope that it shows they all made enough money that none of them have have been that they're not troubled. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall, I think, is the one that was in the fight in front of his condo just a couple of years ago. He's had a couple. Yeah, problems. he's got, but but he's not broke. He definitely, and he did that movie or a series, and I think it was on a. It's like a Stephen King book. What was that called? Where he can see things. Oh. Do you remember that? They say he has a network, a net worth of about $4 million. He, you'd think the he'd have more? Zone? You would. Yeah, he had trouble. I'm telling you, he's living in a condo somewhere. Like, right in the condo somewhere or something. Wow. I know. So, actually, it would be interesting. Can You know what? Can you look up the net worth, net worths of all the Brat Packers for me? I I looked up a bunch of stuff, but I didn't. That part didn't occur to me. Well, you didn't mention James Spader, and he's a guy the, who he's adjacent for sure. There's a few people who aren't who weren't in that initial list because I'm even I'm looking here at um uh, uh what's Cusack's sister's name? She, um, there was John Cusack and Joan, Joan. Cusack. Yeah, because she was in some of these too. There were like there were. It was the core, and then there were all these peripheral people who were in. Some of the movies were St. Elmo's Fire, The Outsiders, uh, Pretty in Pink, The Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Weird Science even, About Last Night, One Crazy Summer. There were, you know, and, and more as these people sort of aged a little bit. 
This guy, Anthony Michael Hall, has been in so many more movies than I had any idea about. There's no way, unless he had a gambling problem or has gone through multiple wicked ugly divorces, there's no way he only has four million bucks. Forbes is saying four million. Wow. Uh, Actually, let's see here. Here's a different one. This is Equity Atlas says he's worth. They say it's estimated to be about twenty million. That makes uh, uh, even that seems when you see the body of work, you just go, "Oh my god, this guy's been in dozens of movies. How is that possible?" Here's one that says, uh, "This is Tadler.com says ten million. Everybody else says four million. Wow. Um, yeah, celebrity net worth, which is always the first one that pops up." I wonder if, uh, so did you, did you find that? Can you look on Forbes? Is that a thing? Yeah, I found it on like MSN.com here. I've okay. got, um, it, it's a slideshow though. So of course, not there's a lot of these people through. who, re, I mean, Rob Lowe, I bet you Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, uh, some of these people just continue to be hugely successful. And while Anthony Michael Hall did act in a lot of stuff, like I don't, I don't know anything he's done lately. Anthony Michael Hall, they say he's worth $4 million in this in article. This it's crazy. So th- he did the dead zone on TV from 02 to 07, which I watched and actually liked it. Oh, funny. I don't re- recall that at all. I remember but the he's, dead zone. He's got a bunch Look. of TV shows to his credit as well. So I, that mm-hmm. is shocking. He must just... I don't Blow know. Go through Ma- money or have diamond a bunch of kids shoes. To support. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. That's crazy, but okay. Except the richest one here is uh, Demi Moore at $200 million. Oh. What about Rob Lowe? What's he worth? Uh, I think he was worth $100 million. Let's go back a little bit. Does Robert yep. Downey Jr. figure here. into this one? I'm pretty sure he's in the... You no, said who? Robert Downey Jr. He, uh, he was adjacent, he was I would adjacent. say. He was adjacent, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see him as a cast on this list that I'm looking at here. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, the, he was probably pretty young then. I think he's a little younger than we are. Um, but I was also thinking that, like... People like um, Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts would almost have been in that kind of group of people, too. Um, but I think, strictly speaking, you know, Andrew McCarthy in in this um, documentary he's doing, he's he's naming Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Ali Sheedy, Emilio Estevez, uh, John Cryer, who went on to do... Actually, that's a guy to look up. He did Three Men and a Baby. That was a huge... Oh, sorry, not mm-hmm. Three Men and a Baby. He did... Uh, Two and a half, half men. men. Yeah. And now he's in another show. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but he's got another sitcom. Well, they, they say he's about $70 million. Oh, is that all? Oh, these guys yeah, he's are broke all so 70 poor. Million. My yeah. God. Only $70 million. Well, he's Jeez. no Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, my guess is there's some, there's some uh, heavy payout breakups and child support and stuff involved there. Who knows? Um, I just thought this was kind of funny. As we were in the Brat Pack world, I saw a Rob Lowe story and went, oh, what happened there? So at the Golden Globes, this just recently, two or so weeks ago, Rob Lowe texted Bradley Cooper, congratulations, thinking that he was texting Robert Downey Jr. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> for a thing that Bradley Cooper didn't win. Uh, he, but then he says... I mixed up their phone numbers. Mm. So how he realized that he texted the wrong person is possible to know. But he said he embarrassingly sent a text to Bradley Cooper. Uh, he was trying to, to 
congratulate Robert Downey Jr. Um, is is Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer? I haven't seen Oppenheimer, but it, apparently he won he for is. that, and so he was being congratulated. Um, Rob Lowe says, Downey does this amazing acceptance speech at the Golden Globes, and I'm so excited for him, so I text him, so glad you won. That's the most beautiful acceptance speech I've heard in a long time. Boy, do you deserve it. Crunch. And then I hit send and realized, oh, I just sent that to Bradley Cooper. Whoops. Cooper was nominated for two Golden Globes, but lost for Best Actor in a Drama motion picture to Downey Jr.'s Oppenheimer co-star, Cillian Murphy. <laughs> Oopsie. And then... He attempted to fix the situation by saying, no, no, I meant that for Robert Downey Jr., which he realized that that made it even more awkward. And then I think he, he sort of blundered again. He didn't put the wrong numbers. And he, he says, uh, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel, he's telling Jimmy Kimmel the story. And Jimmy Kimmel said, you know that you can unsend text now. Yeah, who's can- he? Who? Uh, Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe. That, yeah, that's he's talk- Rob Lowe is telling this story to right. Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel says, you know you can unsend text now, which recently they did add that. And you can edit text. It says edit, and it says you unsent something. So I guess I'm you sure bad blood question. has been started for less things. So I would be have been worried about sending that as well. That is, It could come off as you know a dig as right. opposed to a mistake. A mistake, exactly. Yikes. Anyway... I thought that was super funny because who among us hasn't hit send and immediately gone, oh, God, my stomach is falling out. Whoops. I am. Um, I did the wrong thing. I sent that to the or hit reply all on something. Oopsie. <laughs> I love those. I know. It is funny, actually. When that Juicy happens. gossip. It's great. <laughs> uh, all right. And let me see if I can squeeze one more thing in here. Uh, Selena Gomez is reviving Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place, which is one of the shows that made her a big deal. She was a Disney star. She was also on Barney when she was really little. Um, But Selena Gomez and David Henry are reviving Wizards of Waverly Place, an updated take on it. It originally uh, ran four seasons, 07 to 2012, on the Disney Channel. The new series follows David's character as a grown-up, Justin Russo, who's ditched his powers for a magic-free life with his family. And that changes when a young wizard needs help with training and protecting the future of the wizarding world. And then Selena's going to make... She's doing a guest appearance, at least in the pilot episode, and who knows if she'll come back for more, but she's an executive producer, so if it needs help, I'm sure she will. Um, she plays... I guess they were brother and sister. I didn't, I didn't have kids watching that, but people with kids of a certain age... We'll definitely know Wizards of Waverly Place. That was a big Disney show. We do watch the shows our kid watch. That's for sure. We do. Uh, so they're reviving that, and that's kind of that's kind of fun. Uh, okay, Vinny, what's coming up in the news? All right, let's see here. I'm going to do some fast facts and Google super powered Google. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, <laughs> Sarah and Vinny on Alice. You have a very nice day at work. <laughs> Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Follow us on Facebook, the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. You'll find all the info on videos and stories we reported here during the show. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Odyssey app, the ultimate audio destination for music, news, sports, and podcasts. With the Odyssey app, you can stream your favorite radio stations, discover new music, and listen to your favorite shows and podcasts on demand. The best part is you can get your Sarah and Vinny fix on the go. Download the free Odyssey app free. today. I'll do it. Let's go. Niners. You guys are real weird. All right, here's what's happening. <laughs> we do it for you, Vinny. We like to keep you entertained. I like it. Uh, rain today and through Monday. Also, if there's one foot, there's four football games this weekend. If there's one to watch, it's when your San Francisco 49ers defend their home turf. Yup. Versus the evil Green Bay Packers. We don't like the Packers. Niners, 515 Saturday night. Be there. I will. Yeah, you yeah. will. Alex is literally going to be there. Let's go. In the rain. Bring all your rain gear and have a great time. Doing push-ups. Cheer right the, so loud. Right on the concrete. Just ready oh. to go. All right. Wow. When I was a little boy, before the Rams left L.A., and this was the one time I went to an NFL game. I usually just watched it on TV, but it was a Rams-Vikings playoff game, and it poured. Like... Just one of those times when in California it's raining. Yep. Oh, well. And I remember the bit, like, I not only do I, is it more memorable because of the rain, for me anyway, but the poncho that you have to buy, like, you know, it becomes the lifesaver as they're walking around going, ponchos, and everyone's like, yes, give me, give me three. So the rain games are kind of fun, but you will, it, wet is miserable. Ugh. What is miserable? Cold and wet, even more miserable. Mm-hmm. It's work. But the best kind of work. Best kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> but it is work. Maybe get a poncho or something waterproof before you go, though, because that time you're waiting for the guy to get around with ponchos yeah. becomes, whoops, I'm already soaked. 
Are you, have you point? got the kind of gear you need for this? Do you have some galoshes? Do you have a poncho? I do, but it's luckily I have my Aura. She's she's good with that stuff, so she'll 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 uh, pack all the comfort items. Yeah, you she'll need. remind got me it. as I'm you know running at the house with just my jersey. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Thank Queen of Jelly Belly wise. Lane is not letting you get sick, buddy. She's got your back. I need the help. I need all the help I can get. How about a fast pack? You know I love those. Especially fast on Fridays. Fast. Oh, you know what I meant to follow up on with you guys real quick? What? Before I do the fast facts. I told you that I was in the process of dealing with a lot of hair in the shower. Yes. Backing up the drains. And I needed to find something. So I ordered a bunch of different products to find out which one was going to stop the hair from clogging up the drain in the shower. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I went with something called the shower shroom. Uh, Mm. Wait, it's the shower shroom. It's the ultimate shower shroom. Okay. But if you it's like all the things I ordered and I ordered like four of them are under $15. They're no big, you know, bank breaking problem. A lot cheaper than having the plumber out. Well, and and even there's a point where you're like, am I just going to keep pouring Drano down this? Like, it's it can't be good for the pipes and for the water environment. Right. right. So anyway, that's what I went with. The shower shroom, the ultimate shower shroom. And it's it was like 15 bucks. The end. Just wanted to follow up oh, on that. Oh, but no, but tell us. How does it work? How did well, it Well, we install? put it, no, I, I put it in. It's the one that's going to work best by my estimation. We've only had it a week. It's working so far. It, it There's a little plastic thing on the top, a rubber thing on the top that you pull up and all the hair's there. Oh. So it works. I see. Okay. So, so far. We'll see. Okay. Back to Fast Facts. Fast Facts. Direct- fast, 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 fast. Thank you. Director Wes Craven kept the voice actor of Ghostface hidden while filming Scream to create fear among the cast. The actor behind the voice is Roger L. Jackson. Oh. He also did Mojo Jojo on the Powder Puff Girls. Anybody? Nope. No idea. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know the Power Powder Puff Girls, and I don't know Roger L. Jackson. I don't either, but I certainly and you know, know those what? Scream movies. I haven't even seen the Scream movies. Oh, really? Do you like really? horror movies? That first one is... I haven't, I've only seen the first one, and I really liked it. I I love horror movies. I thought it was more of a comedy. It's not? Uh no. It's mm. a horror movie. Okay. Maybe it ha- I mean it definitely has funny parts. Like isn't that the one with Courtney Cox and uh, her f- now ex-husband met on that? I can't Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette. And uh, Nev Campbell's in that. Drew Barrymore's in it. Like it's it's a horror movie. I think it has a sense of humor, but it's a horror movie. But it's not like those. Um, remember the Wayans brothers were doing all these like parodies of like every. It's, it was a parody of every scary movie. Scary movie. Oh yeah, it was called, called Scary yeah. Movie. That's right. <laughs> Funny. That's right. And it was like it had a scene acted out in a funny way from like every classic horror movie. I don't remember that, but it's funny that he said Scary Movie, and that's the name of it. Good. Very good. Yeah. No, Scream's good. You'd like it. There have been nine songs that have gone to number one on the Billboard charts for two different artists. Oh. They include Lean On Me for Bill Withers and Club Nouveau. Really? And I'll Be There 
for the Jackson 5 and Mariah Carey. Oh, that's it. I love her version of that. Okay, so that's Bill Withers, right? Let's hear the clip. This was in, I don't know what movie it was in. Maybe it was called Stand By Me? I don't know, but uh, I tears fell for that one. That's for sure. All right, hold on. I want to hear the Club Nouveau version of that. Club I Nouveau what? It. Club Nouveau did a version of Lean on Me. It's the oh, it's I an see. 80s version. Got it's very it. keyboard. Okay. Oh, all right. Club it's Nouveau. Here we right go. Now. Here it is. And Club mm. Nouveau. There it is. Oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. They really spiced it up there. That's an opening, but I'm sure... It I mean, it went to number one. You know the uh, the Mariah Carey version of the what was the next one that you said? The Jackson I'll, I'll Five be there. song. Yeah. yeah, I'll be her version of I'll be there, which I think she there's a it's her and some uh, and some dude. I think. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's so so good. Or maybe it's like a boy band and she's like sort of guests and just sings all over that thing. So good. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mariah. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh-huh. the dudes over there are the are the background singer. Well, I actually think that I don't know if it's boys to men or something, but it's something like that, isn't it? It says Trey Lawrence. I'm not sure who. Oh, so that he's is. just like a duet thing. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Wonder what she happened to Trey Lawrence. That's too bad. <laughs> he faded off into the sunset. One of the last inventions Thomas Edison ever worked on was a phone to contact the dead. Oh. I that's too bad he never finished that. That would have yeah. been that would have been pretty cool to be able to talk to dead people. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to talk to some dead people. Google is teasing some new AI powered search features. Oh. Ooh. It's possible we're finally getting closer to being able to hold our phones up to something and have the internet tell us what it is. Well, there's already some interesting stuff that goes on with photos on your phone where you just touch the info button and it will identify a plant or tell you what it hmm. thinks it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're getting there. This is getting more and more fun and Way probably back more dangerous. When Icky worked with us, so that's yeah. been a long time, but he had one of those Android phones and one of the things that thing could do, I don't know if it was an app or if it was just part of the phone, you could hold up the phone to the sky and it would tell you stuff about the stars that it could pick up. So it would actually tell you, oh, this is the uh, constellation whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is pretty impressive. I don't, I don't know if... You should. That's an app called the Night Sky, or the one I have is called the Night Sky. And it's, oh, you have it! It's so great, Vinny. Like you can sit out back with your girls and have a fire in your little fire pit, and then look at the star. It'll tell you. You'll see planets, stars. It tells you when the ISS goes by. Here it goes. It's going by right now. It'll Get tell out you. of here! It's unbelievable. It and it shows you where the sun is relative to your position, that's where the incredible. moon is. There, it's the coolest app. I use it all the time. I love the and it was night called sky. Night Sky. You called said? the night oh, night sky cool. or the night sky, and it used to be completely free, and it's not anymore. Oh, 
I can't. But there is like a free version that was very, it's limited. Maybe he was using that. I don't know. But I remember thinking, boy, that's pretty handy. Samsung or whatever phone he had. I was yeah. like, that's, that's pretty neat. I don't have that. All right. Well, well anyway, Google is going to be able to, you'll be able to, uh, they teased a feature, features that do stuff like this over the years, but nothing's caught on. They're, they're now saying this new AI powered search that, that they're rolling out. One will let you highlight or circle things you see on your screen of your phone and you'll get more information about it. Uh, the other lets people point their phone's camera or upload a photo or screenshot and ask questions through the Google app to get more info about it. So I, I've never used that anything even remotely close to this. I definitely ask my Google questions all day long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you I know, guess this is just more uh, like a hyper-powered Google search is coming very soon. It's interesting that I've always thought of a search engine as being completely language-based. But why does it have to be? It's recognizing what an A stands for, what you know these letters arranged in a word stand for. Why couldn't it see a symbol, see a tree, see a leaf, see a star, see a really name it and be able to deduce what it is and give you information about it? It's incredible. Like this is I I love AI. I mean, I probably here, will regret saying that someday, but right now I love it. I hope we don't live to regret saying Let's that. Let's uh, they say, for example, if you found an unfamiliar board game at a yard sale, you could show it to Google and ask how it's played. Oh. Or if you're curious about a landmark, you could take a photo and get more info. So this is Google's new search I love powers. it. That's great. AI-powered search features that are going to be rolling out soon here. Google, go way Google. to go. That's amazing. Amazing. Uh, let me do a couple texts because I know we've got a game coming up, right? Our text number is 800-400-3697. Here's a few. Trey Lawrence also had a minor hit with someone to hold in like 92. Oh. Bryn, it's right up your alley. 90s R&B alley. I bet you know it. I, I bet, bet you, you already know it. <laughs> Club Nouveau is from the Bay. Hey, well, they've got a punchy little bass sound, don't they? That's uh -huh. danceable. Lean on me. First scream was filled in Petaluma. Luma. Was it really? I should go back and watch that again. I definitely, I, well, maybe I did live here when that first one came out. When was I want to scream? say sometime along the years, someone told us they were filming one of those up north. I don't remember which one. Aren't there a bunch of them? There are. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, it came out December 20th, 1996. So we would not have been here yet. We would have almost been here. We would have known we had this job already, but we would not be here yet. <laughs> so we'd be, uh, it would have been one of the, the, the follow-up films that I, people were like, Hey, they're filming up here. Right. I wonder if they shot more than one in, uh, let's see, which go on. I'll just look it up. 415 says, Vinny, the tub shroom is an amazing product and saves our drains from my two foot long hair. Sarah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Sarah? It's, a, it's a thing. I sometimes I'm able to snake that stuff out of there and I'm like, oh, look at this. I got a big rat sized, you know, pile of hair. Other times I'm I just come up empty and it's still there's water around my ankles. Oh, it's not good. 
first of all, I looked up Petaluma's filmography. Uh, they don't even mention Scream. Basic what? Instinct was shot there, apparently. What? Flubber from 1997, so that would be the remake. Oh, that shot makes there. sense. A, uh, a, uh, Robin Williams movie. Cujo from 1983. Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. That's Nick Cage and... Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, it's the uh, Kathleen Turner, I think. Oh, all right. Isn't it? I don't uh, know. That was 1986, and that was apparently filmed there. Uh, Howard the Duck. Petaluma. So, Who knew? I Not I. Petaluma. But they apparently they left out uh, Scream. Maybe someone will tell us what's up with this. What's up with Talk this? Talk to us, Petaluma. Come on, Luma. Weigh in. 800-400-3697. says, Anthony Michael Hall has always had anger issues. Stories going back to his filming vacation days on the set with his aunt, etc. Oh, Sad. He was so nerdy and cute. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, when you said $4 million, I thought there's no way. And I then I pulled up his filmography and TV, you know, credits and thought, how could you only have $4 million having He's done... He's worked all that time, right? Like crazy, you know, dozens of movies and dozens of TV appearances should have amounted to a lot more. That's all. But what do I know? Maybe he's got a crappy agent. Who knows? Or maybe he lives really large and also is paying a couple ex-wives. I have an oh, answer yeah. for you. Uh, one of the Scream movies, I think it was the third one, was uh, filmed on 3871 Tomales Petaluma Road. There you oh. go. In Tomales, California, oh, though. Oh, Tomales, so not it's, in Petaluma. Yeah, it's west of Petaluma it. by a good amount. Oh. It's the bizarre. road that goes from Petaluma to Tomales. That's close enough. Right. That's the name of yeah. that road. Close <laughs> Pretty damn close. Western Marin. All right. Or, let's play a game. All right. We're going to play Dead or Alive. <laughs> Dead or alive, boys. Desi Arnaz Jr. Dead. Dad. Alive. He's alive. Let's go. He's 71 <laughs> years old. Desi Arnaz Jr. appeared on the cover of the very first issue of TV Guide as a baby in April of 1953. Oh, that's old. the little boy of Lucy and Desi, right? With his mother, Lucille Ball. Oh. Yep. Uh, Lucy gave birth to Desi Jr. on the same day that her TV character gave birth to Lil Ricky, Ricardo, on I Love Lucy. Okay. Alex gets the point. Jean Stapleton. That's Edith Bunker. Dead. 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 She is dead. She died in 2013. <laughs> I'm the sorry to celebrate. Songs that made the hit parade. Uh, Nicholas Colasanto. What? Coach Who on Cheers. Is? Oh, Coach on Cheers. Uh, dead. 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 He's dead. You know what? I see what Alex is doing here. Uh, no, I, I'm not doing that. I know he, it. it's what he, you know. He <laughs> he is doing it. He lays in he the weeds and then waits. That. No, yeah. but it's but he are, he got the first one right. So now all he has to do is I match know, you guys' answers. I knew answers. that one. I really did know that one. Uh-huh. All right. Tippy Hedren. Dead or alive? She's the star of The Birds. Dead. Alive. Dead. She's alive. Oh, what? Oh. 
How? She's Melanie Griffith's mom. She's 94 years old. 94. Robert Palmer. Dead or alive? Dead. Alive. Dead. He died of a heart attack in his 50s. Damn it, man. 2003. (laughs) That's the power station guy. Well, yeah, and he had a very successful solo career he as well. He certainly did, yeah. All right, so uh, it's, now it's down to Bryn and Alex on this final one. Mac Miller, dead or alive? Dead. Mac Miller. Mac Miller, Sue. Give me any context here. All right, uh, alive. I'm sorry, he is dead. He was the uh, guy who was dating Ariana Grande and died of an overdose. I didn't oh, want to get it Mac anymore Miller. because I wanted uh, someone oh, to win. And that, that's, that someone is <laughs> Alex. It. Do you want me Congrats. to cut that out, uh, Bran? Uh, it'd be nice if you could, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> hey, Appreciate listen, it. you guys, the Niners, go Niners, go Niners. Yeah. Send your energy to Levi Stadium. Uh, our own Alex is going to be there. I can't wait for the live report on Monday. Have a great, safe weekend. Batten down the hatches. It's going to be a rainy one. And we'll see you back here on Monday. Thank you. All right. Hello. Listen, think about this. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. I love it. Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.